touch that dial. You've tuned in to The Great TV Podcast with Jim Harrell. Whether they're current or classic, let's talk about the best shows ever made. Welcome to The Great TV Podcast. I'm Jim Harold. So glad to be with you today. And when we get to talk to greats of TV and movies and, and talk to them about the things that made them famous, I think that's fascinating. But sometimes, I think even more fascinating are the next chapters, other things that they've done in their career, or maybe they branched out into other areas. And we have two great guests with us today to talk about such a project. I'm talking about Corbin Bernson and his wife, Amanda Pays. Now, of course, you know Corbin, very famous, uh, starring as Arnie Becker in L.A. Law, Roger Dorn in the major league films, which is one of my favorites because I'm a native Clevelander. <laughs> and then Amanda Pays, of course, from The Flash, Oxford Blues, and Leviathan. Uh, they are married and been married for about 30 years. And they have gone out on a new venture. Uh, they have a very successful book. I was just looking on Amazon. It's like at the top of the charts. It's called Open House Reinventing Space for Simple Living. Corbin, Amanda, welcome to the program today. Hey, thank you so much. It's good to be here. Yeah. So in the book, Corbin, I had noticed you told a little anecdote. Uh, I, I believe there was an interesting reaction when Amanda saw your house, if I'm remembering correctly. And, and talk uh, to us. Uh, Go ahead. No, how appropriate to start right at the beginning. Yes, exactly. Well, well, this is kind of setting it up. So I, I do want to talk to you guys about your career, but but I love this origin story. Tell us about it. Well, uh, it's pretty simple. I, L.A. Law was uh, very successful, and I got my first house. And I was into decoration and homes. I had been trained as a carpenter. Uh, and Santa Fe style was very much uh, in the in the now. Sure. Uh, so I went out and got this new home, which is basically like a tract home, and I turned it into this Santa Fe masterpiece. Met Amanda, finally got her up to my house. That part we'll, we will keep out of the story. We got her up to the <laughs> house, but she did walk in the front door and basically, you know, with a sweep of her arm across the room, said, all this has to go. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I, that was actually the beginning of this journey, and it did go, and you know, and uh, well, some, not all of it went. We just yeah. made made some tweaks. We I tweaked it a little bit. Yeah, we, and then, and I'm saying the paint did not yet dry on the walls before she started tweaking. But I did move in. I think shortly after that, so it was kind of it was a, it was a good tweak because it meant that it was a kind of shared home at that point, not not just his bachelor pad. It was very bachelor paddy when I met yeah, him. But it did set up the beginning of our of what has become this journey. Yeah, and if I, I think that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 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 the thing is, is that y you guys—is it twenty-four houses that you've renovated over the years and and, and redesigned and so forth? Uh, is that the? That's a lot of houses. Yeah, I mean, you know, that number became a bit crazy. We 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 we, we as we were talking about this the other day, we, we actually while we were renovating some houses, we had to rent a house for six months, you know, with the family, and so we've included. Those houses, because believe it or not, Corbin and I, even when we rent houses, we go in and we actually fix the rentals up for people. So, because, you know, the, our environment means so much to us. It's kind of like, oh, I, I need this painted. Or can I, do you mind if we strip the floors and, uh, you know, redo your kitchen for you? And so it's just been a lot, lot of back-to-back -back kind of living 
um, while we've been doing the, the larger houses. And at some point, we had a second home in France. Uh, we had a house at the beach. So there's a street cleaner going on outside, and it's making lots of noise. Um, but it has been, you know, part of our joy of our, our long long marriage has been this kind of this this movement of of habitat um, that we've kind of come to really enjoy. And we've got we've got it. By the way, we've got the moving bit down pat now. You know, <laughs> we know how to pack up, box, label, move, unpack, and we're in within forty eight hours. Wow. Now, I've got to say, just from personal experience, just went through this uh, a few months ago, or a couple months ago, actually. Uh, We have, in your book, you talk a lot, I think, about mid-century homes and older homes. That's what we live is in a a mid-century home. And we had this really old, nasty kitchen. And finally, after being in the home for a long time and raising our kids in it, we decided to redo it and made it very white uh, with a lot of natural light coming in, very airy. And oh. you'd be really surprised, I was really surprised, at the difference, because the kitchen before had been very dark, and, and it just felt like you were oh. kind of cloistered. But it really makes a difference in the way you feel, the way you live, uh, everything. It, it does. Yeah. Your, your home makes a big difference, doesn't it? Oh, it can be transformative. It really can. I mean, I don't know if you, you looked at the book, but in the middle, there's a couple of fit houses that I did a couple of years ago and went from dark ugliness to just light, bright, and kind of zen. It, they take on a kind of a zen calm, you know, um, and it really affects the way you live and feel, you know. Uh Corbin, um, it seems to me, and I think you've kind of hit on it a bit, that this is... Uh maybe a a larger metaphor for a successful relationship. I think, my goodness, of any Hollywood marriage to to last 30 years, that seems like a modern miracle to me. Um, Can you talk about how this way of living kind of works into that and the success that that you and Amanda have had in this marriage? Well, uh, it, it is a bit about how that kind of lifestyle, simple living, works into it. Uh, but I think the greater notion is that, you know, uh, I've yielded or not compromised, neither of those words are quite right. You know, Amanda said, this is a way to live. And I adapted to that. And there's certain parts of me that she's adapted to and some she's not. It's a compromise with the give and take. I will tell you. When you live simply, uh, everything is sort of on on the wall. It's is not there's not a lot of hidden stuff, you know. I suppose a man who's having an affair inside a cluttered house of a cluttered marriage can get away with it, you know, because it's hidden behind so much stuff. But when you sort of live in the open and simple, you you see the person you're with, like you see a piece of furniture, you see a, a, a plate of food. A, it's uncomplicated. It's uncomplicated. So you either deal with your issues or you don't. Um, you don't sort of hide them away on the bookshelf behind a, you know, a stack of books and it gets dusty uh, like the books do. And also we're very, I think part of what has, has, has become our, you know, our, I don't know, philosophy, I mean, our, the way we live is, is that we're a family unit. The family plays so much into who we are and 
to to have that to break that up the idea of breaking up that I just don't know I mean I just feel what a, you know that 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 to me is as frightening as some people losing yeah I mean that 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 doesn't even come into our radar because why would you it's the memories it's the life it's journey it's the whole thing but basically I think it comes into our radar and we circle around it and we get angry at one another and we threaten this and that but you within hours, if not minutes, we're sort of back to square one. It kind of goes through us because right. we don't have this clutter around us. It's not like I'm pulling out this and now I'm pulling out that. And it's not like pushing those books aside and pulling all the crap out that you've stored. It's kind of out in the open. It gets out, hang the laundry on the line, let it dry and get back to business. It's interesting because we have this nice, beautiful new kitchen, very uncluttered, as you said. And then I come into my studio here because this is my full-time profession, and I see mixers and microphones and cables and books I've been sent over the years from various publishers. And it's like, I need to do that in this room because it really changes the 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 way that you feel. And I think, and yeah. I'd be curious, do you think there's something to the idea of a thing, a feng shui and this, the, this idea uh, that you have kind of like mind like yeah. water, if you're, you, you don't have all this clutter, which is a big challenge for a lot of people, including me. Well, absolutely. I just, I definitely think this is the feng shui of, 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 of I mean, you know, there's books out about this decluttering now. And, and I think, you know, it's a health, it's, it, it's a health issue, to be honest. It's like you get rid of all the dust and the clutter and you can breathe deeper. You can, you know, you can, you know what you have, what you need, and there's nothing more than that. So it's sort of, um, it, it, it clears your mind. You don't have to keep wading through stuff to get to where you want to go, you know. I'll give you the tip of the day, though, because I'm a oh, person good. who does collect stuff more than Amanda. One way for you or for other people who do have clutter, and I tend to at times, is if nothing else, organize the clutter. You know, I I have, and we didn't really put this in the book, and I should probably do a book on this, but we have, I have hundreds of, I, hundreds, <laughs> no, we too, because we have our life stuff, our kids' things, and our oh, memories. That, yeah. You know, we have these boxes, they're called action packers, made by Rubbermaid, and um, they're very neatly labeled, and everything is put away. If I say, where's my diploma from? college uh, for my master's degree in playwriting, I know exactly where to go yeah, together. Wow. So it, yeah. you, can, you can organize your, your life, your life yeah. and, and for those who do like to keep stuff around, memorabilia. Um, mm. memorabilia, I'm also in a business where you end up with a lot, you know, like you, you get some books, I get some scripts and things and, you know, thank you for visiting here and souvenirs and mementos. I toss those away. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I keep them, uh, I keep them, and that's fair. There's, there's a difference in us. Yeah. But I do organize it. And, you know, the garage we have at this little house that our kids rent here in L.A. that we stay, you know, it's very organized, and my tools are there. Some of our stuff from our history is there. I know where things are. And it, the house still feels very minimal. I so love that. I love that. And I thing is take the clutter and at least, you know, get it off the desk. That's where I'd say start. You know, get it off the counters, off the desk. And even if you have to take 20 little plastic boxes and make a stack somewhere with labels on it, it will feel less cluttered. It makes sense to me. It's not the perfect thing to do. Getting rid of it is the ultimate. Right. 
Well, it's tough for me because I have an emotional attachment to things. You know, my my uh, grandfather gave this to me in 1979, you know, that that kind of thing. And it's difficult. But at least if you've got it filed away and organized, you know where it's at. And if it's off, if you can afford to have it off site, I think that's even that's even nicer. Well, yeah, if you have it off site. That's even better. Well, by the way, no, I do you think that. No, well, it's it, you have it off site. It's fine. And we've had storage lockers. I'll tell you the business we all missed about 30 years ago was <laughs> investing in public storage because, you know, people, I mean, look, and look, people notoriously have had stuff in their attic or their basement. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's at least in our country, Amanda. Yes, but what's have, happened is grown so much, it's now storage units around the world. Yeah, it, that's where the problem lies. Is if we, we could condense it to still being in our attic or our basement, then it wouldn't be so much of a you know. Well, if, if people actually took the time and you know, like I do, put shelving units up that you can go buy at Home I Depot or whatever, it, you can put you know thirty, forty storage bins on one wall of a garage. We and, just need to all read the story of stuff, and that will sort it out. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Some people can't do that, but I'm just saying one step toward it is to do that. Right. You know? Yeah. Tip of the day. I mean, tip of the day. Excellent. Younger kids, are, because of the lack of space and and means, I, I think younger kids are going to, well, first of all, everything's electronic, you know, letters, papers, There's not going to be so much. Be so much. I mean, we have, you know, they, that whole thing of keep your uh, taxes for seven years. You know, well, that's, that's boxes. You know, those are boxes of taxes where now you can just keep it electronically. Uh. Now, we couldn't do a show called The Great TV Podcast and not talk about TV and, and movies a little bit, <laughs> about your, both of your esteemed of careers. Yes, yes. So I, I, I want to circle this back to the, the, the book project. But um, in terms of, um, and I'm going to ask Corbin this, uh, having an iconic role. Uh, like you did in LA law and being connected to such and the words over years, but it, you definitely can call that role in that show iconic. There's no question about that. How does that, how does that impact a person as an actor, both positively and, and maybe sometimes not so positively? Uh, well, positively, it, you know, it, it opened doors, um, it opened doors It created a lifestyle It you know, created avenues to, other projects it created avenues to potential um, oh businesses things that I could go into it, it just it, it opened a lot of doors uh, and uh, and it's nice to know as an actor you've created something that I guess so early on could be in your obituary best known as um, uh, but it, but to know that you've had an impact early in your career and that you learned that you can have an impact I used to fly across the country and I'd look down and I'd think, wow, LA law is you see a city that you fly across or you know, in the middle of nowhere an outcropping of, you know, uh, I don't know, some town and you go, Wow, all those people, you know, half of them watch LA Law and see me. I thought that's just that the 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 idea of the influence you can have, uh, both positive and negative, by the way, I chose to try to always making a positive influence, uh, whatever I, you know, spread across the land. Now, the negative part is you can't get caught, in, uh, caught up in ego and thinking that you know everything, that you have everything, you deserve everything. Uh, and and it, it's a, it, it plunges into the human greed that's a, I don't know, just comes naturally with our 
that are sold this, you know, I want more, I can have more. Um, you know, a lot of people that, that relates to stepping on people to get more, which was never me, but I definitely found myself getting caught up in the, I, I want, you know, I want, I want, I want, and getting out of the, I need, I need, I need, uh, meeting Amanda very early on pretty much got me off that path quickly and more into a life of what do I need in my life? Not so much. What do I want? Um, it, 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 it's interesting to me, uh, and another couple I, I've spoken with was, uh, um, William Daniels and his wife, and uh, I can't, I can't recall her name and I'm so sorry for that, but, um, uh, about having a long, long term working marriage, uh, that, that has succeeded in both being successful actors, Amanda and certainly Corbin, you can, you can join in on this. Um, what is it like to, to have two very successful actors with successful careers, working together um, or, or working working together and, and then both working individually. How do you balance that and having, you know, if, I, if I'm correct, I think you have four children. Um, how do you do that? I mean, how does that work? Well, um, I've got to say here that it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a misconception that we're not like normal people. We we have a very normal, don't we, Cole? We're very right. grounded. We're very actually like probably we live like you live in a way. The idea that Hollywood Hollywood actors are sort of living in a different way to the rest of the world. It's well, kind some of, do, but we just don't subscribe yeah. to that. I mean. No, we, we, we're pretty much very down to earth. We get on with our lives like anybody else. And, and maybe you're a fault sometimes. Sometimes if we play the Hollywood card a bigger, yeah, we might be further along, whatever that means, I mean, financially or something, but... We, 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 we love our work, but we kind of like, it's a job, you know? We get up, we go to work, we come home at night, I cook dinner, we eat, we discuss, you know, we... Um, so, from that point of view, I mean, I think it's just been... We, it's been easy. Yeah, but also, to put it in perspective, I mean, to be fair and honest, you know, Amanda worked a lot when I met her, right. uh, she did a series of flash while I was doing LA law. Uh, she had done series and she'd done big movies and, yeah. and, but she gave up. Not, yeah. I'm going to say gave up, but you slowed down. I wanted to raise my children. I didn't want so, anybody else. To do so that. we didn't really, yeah. for the bulk of our relationship, it's not like I've been on this series. She's on that series. So to put us in the, you know, I don't know, Goldie Hawn. And I'm well, not even them because she does. I don't know who couples that, both are working, working. I'm on location here. I'm on location yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. That's not us. No, that's and not us. Amanda made a very conscious and wonderful choice to really, and a very uh, selfless choice to give up some of that to raise our family while I went out and, you know, did what I had to do to bring the bucks home. Um, and so we're not really, I, I don't like there to be this misconception that we're, you know, we're a Hollywood family in that way. We're not, you know, Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise married and everybody's off making movies around the world. Um, I wouldn't mind being Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take their plane. I'll take their I'll take a couple. Yeah, well, but wait, wait, but you wouldn't mind being them, but they're divorced. That's right. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Exactly. Yeah. No, so, you know, Amanda made a really a wonderful sacrifice to really focus on the family. So, it's, yes, we are both working. Now, where she has been working is in this field of design and interiors and 
when we, the chapter in the book that's about flipping homes, that was completely her. I mean, I'd come in on weekends and I'd, you know, I'd sit with her and t- discuss space, what could be done, which is what I yeah, do. Yeah, you space. And, uh, but she really ran the projects. I mean, the numbers and everything. You built some and then I came in at the end and I'd usually build the fences or decks. Uh, the land, he's a landscape, uh, uh, landscape sort of ideas. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, in that way she w- was working and we did have kids in school, but, uh, uh, yeah, no, we just, uh, but it, I think at the end of the, you know, she said something that's so spot on is somehow through it all, you know, we came home and, and we had dinner at night at the dinner table and we sat as a family and ate together and, it wasn't this sort of takeout meal so here important. and there. And so this important. Person and where's that person? I'm off working. I'm off working. But dinner continued at home. And and we have, I, I will say, even recently, we were all in France at our house there. And we have these incredible conversations that are, that I, I sit back and sometimes I marvel at, wow, we, six of us. Unit. Uh, this unit is really having these wonderful conversations about, you know, what's going on in the world. And uh, with opinions and with, you know, a common sort of uh, humanity in discussing them. But we're not sitting talking about nonsense, you know, yeah, what Paris Hilton is doing, you know. Well, well, I've got to say, and this is just my personal opinion, because our family, although certainly we're not at the caliber or the the height that that you guys are by by no means. But my wife made a similar choice. And, And I have to say, first of all, I want to preface this. People have to do what is right for them. And I'm not going to question anybody's motives. If, if people want to go both right. people full force in the career, God bless them. And, and, and I would never criticize them. And, and I could see right. it the other way. It doesn't always have to be the woman who decides to uh, like pull back a little bit. Sometimes it could be the man. Uh, but regardless, right. so I think when one parent makes that sacrifice, I really think in most cases, it makes a huge difference. I know it has with our kids. Our youngest just started college. They're both like top students, get to go to a good school. Uh, uh, and, and I think it makes a difference. And I applaud any woman or man, for that matter, who makes that choice to say, you know, I could have this go-go gadget spectacular career or I could um, put that energy into my kids. I, I really applaud them. So, so hats off to you. Yeah, and I'm really trying to convince Amanda to get back into the acting career so I can stay at home and be a stay at home. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. See, that's right. Corbin's using his head. Now, Corbin, I want to ask you about this because I I noticed this about you and I know our time's short. Um, It it seems like you have a real attachment to physical labor. Now, a lot of people in your position, you know, you've had great roles over the years. You're a a well-known actor, a celebrity. Say, hey, I'll hire somebody else to do that. What does that provide for you, that physical labor, whether it's landscaping or carpenter work? What kind of satisfaction does that provide that makes you want to do those kind of things? Well, you know, you, I, I love the sense of accomplishment of things. You know, for you, now, let's not do physical labor for a minute. I'll get to that. But you write a screenplay. I love at 109 pages, you've got the thing done. I love looking at the book completed and done. When you do things like landscaping, physical labor, setting up your storage unit, whatever it is, there's really something. And this comes from my building houses days. Uh, when you're a framer, and that's the person is you know, knocking the two by fours together, you, you'd be surprised. You can take one level of a house and you can frame it in a day or two. And you watch a wall go up 
And within that wall, you see where the doorway is going to be. And, you know, you put the four walls up, you get the sense from nothing to the sense of that room or the sense of that house within a couple of days. Obviously, there's a lot more to do after the framing. But uh, there's a real sense of accomplishment in bigger strokes, phys- stuff of physical labor, building fences, building walls, moving. I mean, I... Yeah, it, well, you just your hands on to things. You know, when we say we move, uh, you know, to a fault, I'll go out and buy uh, boxes, you know, uh, 50, 100 boxes, and those boxes are packed and stored in a room ready to go. The movers come into our houses. They're like, well, what are we doing? And I say, we'll just move the boxes because <laughs> they don't pack the house. The houses are neatly packed, all labeled kitchen, what's in there, in piles of their own. And I just, I, I get a great sense out of a, achievement of seeing these grand gestures of physical labor. Um, um, and, and, well, and, well, as a man saying, I also... But when it comes to wood and rock materials, I, I love putting my hands on things and doing things. Um, uh, it doesn't mean I don't like physical or mental labor. I love writing a screenplay. I love untying the knots and the paths to character and story. I love doing that as well. And like I said, I can look at the end of a screenplay just the same as I do building a fence and go, wow, there it all is. Is it perfect? I know, I know where the faults are. I know the two boards didn't come together right, and I know the jumping logic I made in the story. But I love, I love the the sense of uh, that sense, and um, and you, just, I guess it's more evident when it's bigger and it's physical than and the smell of the wood. But you keep it. Now, Amanda evidently likes the smell of the wood. No, <laughs> she keeps throwing that in. Uh, no. no, but I do. But, but it's, well, and go I know, but I know you don't have to work out on those days. Now, uh, one quick thing, and then I want to tell people where they can find the book. Now, people may say, oh, these are two actors. They have very successful careers. You can only do this if you're a multimillionaire or something. I'm assuming that there are things in this book that that just average normal people can do that are not going to cost a million dollars, correct? No, it's all about not spending that, That's the our whole philosophy is the the DIY part of it. They go to Home Depot, buy, you know, buy the basic brick, you know, bathroom tile, but add gray grout to it. The inexpensive w- w- tips on how you can paint a wooden floor. So we are budget. We are we're curated, but on a budget. So it's just it's it's well, how you yeah. said it. Painting a wall white, which makes you feel great. You said it yourself. The transforms the space. Yep. That, you know, I mean, two gallons of paint white. for your for your living room is you know well, you seventy need. bucks. That's, That's not, exactly you know, right. That's exactly uh, and, right. And you just take the time to do it. And and by the way, if you're so lazy, you don't want to paint the room. There are people out there that will paint a room for you know. You don't have to get a professional paint company to it's come in. Out. There's a lot of kids out there who are trying to put themselves through school. We're happy to paint a room for, you know, a hundred bucks. And also we, we're into the reuse, recycle, restore, refurbish. We've been doing that from the day we met in terms of reusing materials, which also don't cost a lot. I will tell you, we have gone, we have stooped so low that we've actually seen sofas on the side of the road, taken them and recovered them and used them. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, that's dedication. That that's dedication. Well, the the book. Yeah, I don't stupid. We've we've gone down to such a level that will take. Well, we've we've 
I'd say we found, look, the sofa was one case, and we did use that for a, a staging, I think. Sofas are a bit weird. You don't know what's been on there. But certainly chairs and tables and cabinets. We found some we great stuff. We whole houses with uh, furniture we found on the street. I've more than once <laughs> gone back and waited to make sure it's really there. Is that the guy from away. L.A. Law taking that uh, that table off my tree lawn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, love that. Yeah, I love is. that. I love that. Well, our guests have been Corbin Burnson and Amanda Pays, the husband and wife team behind the new book, Open House, Reinventing Space for Simple Living. Yes, uh, they are TV stars. Uh, Corbin had a, an iconic, legendary role on a legendary show, but they're also into this, Open House, Reinventing Space for Simple Living. Corbin and Amanda, where can people find the book? Uh, they can find it straight away on Amazon, and they can also find it at all uh, Barnes and Nobles, and then hopefully some independent bookstores across the country. But we're going to be just starting the tour off with a signing this Thursday in LA, and then we will uh, on our website amandaandcorbin.com. You can check out where we're going to be in the next sort of two weeks. We have Chicago, um, Louis, uh, Louis, Cleveland, Akron, Nashville. Um, Nashville. Yeah. You, you guys have to do it. You guys have to do a TV show of this. Period. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, yeah, we will. We will. All things in in time. In good time. Our guests have been Corbin Burnson and Amanda Pays. The book is Open House: Reinventing Space for Simple Living. Thank you both for joining us. You're so much fun. Thank you again. All right. Thank, thank you, you for having me. Fun. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that edition of the Great TV Podcast. Let us know if you're enjoying the show. I know I've been periodic with releases, and uh, we have a couple of more in the can, as they say, and we'll be releasing those, and then we'll probably come to a bit of a decision point where we're going forward with the show, and I'd love your input. We thank you so much for listening to the Great TV Podcast. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.